Hey fuckers, what up? It's Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher. Oh, I'm supposed and to read this. You're about to hear our interview, an excerpt of our interview with Luciana Gatica. She's an actress, personal trainer, and fitness expert. We're very excited. This is a beautifully human conversation. And uh, if you want to listen to the entire thing, head on over to apple.co slash GWF. That's apple.co slash GWF. Speaking of crying in a Marshalls, I was in an H&M when I found out Ooh. my dad died. Oh, um, when you found out. Yeah. Oh, I had God. just bought two pairs of Nikes at the Nike store and I felt really guilty, which later I was like, I deserve those shoes. My dad just died. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then I was in H&M and my brother from Mexico called and I knew it and I just walked out and I like didn't know what happened. And I texted my boyfriend and he left work and came and I just texted my two best friends here and my like four best friends that live elsewhere. And I was like, just tell every like just yes. let people know because yes. I don't want to you, you know but I did post like I think the next day or whatever just like to because then people get offended which you know people love to make things about them mm-hmm. like why didn't you tell me or like I want to you know they want to yeah. tell me oh yeah oh, like they boy, like they want to be the first off. ones to hear about it like yep. it was but it was actually it was really nice yeah like I had a, a girl that I used to be friends with like Venmo me money and like because she her dad had passed away so many years ago we weren't even friends anymore and then all my all our mutual friends like sent me a post that she made about her, her my dad's death about herself and I was like <sighs> oh my god um, oh my god yeah, like, yeah, yeah was, no, people had legit FOMO the that they weren't yeah. da- invited to my dad's viewing and I go it's what? private there will be a celebration of life later you fucking oh my god yeah, people, Do, I was I gonna ask that, people don't know how to react to grief sometimes like 100% so, so many people are so not emotionally intelligent 100%. that they're like uh 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 and then they just do something so stupid like yeah. that but oh, I think God, like weddings and deaths bring out the worst in people yeah. you know what I mean like huh. mm-hmm. very families and sure. all the things so yeah high it's, stakes it's so. interesting yeah but I went to work the day after my dad died I was like what am I gonna do be sad and poor like <laughs> choose one <laughs> yeah yeah no I struggle bitch yeah. I mean I was sitting at home thinking of people commenting like wow this girl has a lot of privilege that she can just take a week off after her dad dies <gasps> I would I mean, murder the thing them. is though like you know my mom's a teacher and she, you know like there are many jobs uh not in the service industry uh but like many there are many jobs that give bereavement days you yeah. know and so you know that that is That's a thing crazy. I actually had to work that day and I called my oh, boss and oh I was boy. like I can't but I'm crazy like I'm also a workaholic which I'm working on but yeah. I was like I can go to um my dad just died like I can show up to work later but I just need a few hours he was like no like right. yeah, it's, cool. it's fine <laughs> sometimes you need someone yeah. else to just be like pump the brakes yeah it's, it's okay yeah uh yeah because I mean the, the, the in other times in my life like with breakups or different kinds of hurt uh working has actually really helped like I when I was working in uh, talent management uh and I went through the breakup that was the impetus for this podcast I mean man I was acing my job because I had nothing else right totally <laughs> I literally had nothing else yeah. didn't have a dog I didn't have anything okay yeah. I all all I had was that job. <laughs> a broken heart a broken heart and that job Been there. uh and, and and similarly I've been working Working on my workaholicness, and I think uh, COVID really helped with that because yeah, Same. you couldn't work, and I just sat at home and I was like, "Oh, this is now I feel like a human again. Yeah, this is good." Did a, I mean I processed a lot of like things I had going on Same. in my mind that I was just carrying and compartmentalizing. Mm, yeah. Um, 
You need silence with yourself. Yeah, and I do feel like, I mean, you know, if I, we're talking about making things about me, like if I can make COVID about me, I do feel do like my experience in it was like, oh, this was this was like a gift in your whatever journey or whatever. Like this was a gift and uh, uh, because you needed this to save up the energy to, to, have, to deal with what you're about to deal with. Yeah. Because it's not like my yeah. dad just dropped dead. I mean, it was right. seven seven months of uh just fight like the whole family like fighting for his for his life yeah. and uh, to the point where um you know a uh, a week before he passed away I ended up in the emergency room right. so mm-hmm. I was like <clears throat> I was you know if when we think you know because I I just I knew I knew I was gonna uh, be like, did I do everything I can't? I could, I could to help him, and then I was like, well, you, you literally almost not. I didn't almost die, but like you literally put yourself in the hospital. Yeah. So Fine. you did it, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you did oh it, girlfriend. You worked hard. You did it. Oh my god! Congratulations. Yeah, it's possible you can actually do that. Right? Yeah. You know, because yeah. there is this like when you're like a perfectionist, you're like, how can I? It's like I'm gonna handle my dad's demise the best right you know, like <laughs> yeah. you know there still is that yeah very How do you handle very it what is grief like um it's really way? weird and you don't know like i tell people all the time because i remember I, I had a couple friends that lost people i never really lost like i lost my grandma but mm-hmm. she had dementia and um I was younger and I was like in my early like the hardest part about that was seeing my mom so sad and yeah. watching my mom lose her mom yes yeah. but like aside from that like I she was the only grandparent I had and I didn't really lose I lost animals which was heartbreaking right. but yeah. um you just don't know until you're there and um losing a parent is also like a whole you know they brought you into this world mm-hmm. and they made you you know good or bad that did you know hopefully they did the best they could but they made you how you are so they're responsible for like your entire existence and you know yeah i imagine um, you rethink about that yeah right? so like- it's just a lot and you don't know until you're like actually in it um it's hard yeah it's really it's yeah because it's one of those things that you hear people talk about uh and you're like okay is this gonna be as bad as people say because right. some things aren't some things i'm like you guys really you really complaining get, about that you, one you really get <laughs> right. control of your emotions right. it wasn't that bad but for this i was like and, oh it's actually worse yeah and it, it, oh, it, right. it is it's actually because, worse i mean yeah like we it's all, permanent you just don't know like yeah you know even regardless of what relationship you had with a parent yeah um, it doesn't matter if they weren't in your life. Like that's a whole set of things that you need to undo, you mm-hmm. know, like unpack that you'll, you can never have a chance to, you know, it all comes with a certain set of circumstances yeah. and you just don't know. And, and like, I'm guilty of this too. Like, yes, I had friends who lost parents. I'm like, Oh, that, I can't imagine, but like you really can't imagine. No, you're just no. like, oh, that must suck. But like you don't know how bad it sucks, you know, or how it's going to manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. And I imagine I've heard about grief. Like it's just it pops up in odd places. Yeah, like throughout the process. Yeah, which... one of my best friends had lost her father the the previous year or like two years about a year and a half before me and she had a really really rough time she watched her dad like actually die I didn't um 
so it was really hard. But um, I remember she would be like, my grief comes, you know, keeps coming in and out and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, but it really <laughs> does. Know. Like it, even three years later, it's just different. It's a journey, you know? Yeah. yeah no, last night I was, I, you know, so I've just been like kind of like grasping at, you know, I mean, I was like Googling grief retreats, like, because I had done a lot of work just because I did have this, like, it's odd. Cause it was like a blessing and a curse because it was so difficult to watch my dad just deteriorate from literally a mathematical genius um, who got a perfect math SAT score um, to someone who could like barely you know feed himself it was just I I wish that on no one Um, but uh, but it was also I had so much time to prepare and to like do my homework to prepare for the for the death which is very me so I mean like I just I the moment he after you know the two days after he went into cardiac arrest like I don't even know if he was awake from his uh like in in, in, it's not like exactly a coma like they just you're just like you know you're out for it (laughs) um uh I was calling like spiritual advisors. I had my therapist. I had a spiritual advisor. I'm reading like doctor level materials online to see if I can find answers that they can't, which scarily I did, but that's not, that's a whole another story. America. Um, and then, uh, you know, watching the series uh, on Netflix, Surviving Death, and just really like getting in touch with anything I can to prepare uh, for like, you know talking to my dad after yeah. he pa- I'm giving him like secret code words like <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. gonna I come back it. to talk to his wife like yeah. real wild stuff yeah. and and then like also grasping at things to make me happy you know you you almost I don't have a lot of like a childhood tra- or really any that I've d- dug dug up I have a lot of you know 20 something living in New York City trauma um <laughs> And but you do revert to like the most basic things that make you ha- made you happy or make you happy like from childhood on. Mm. So for me, uh, last night I was just like watching the funniest clips from the Tom Green show, oh. and you know I'm watching like yeah, Undercutters Pizza and the, <laughs> yeah. the Slut Mobile yeah. and like you know him using the intercom at a Sears in a mall and just dying laughing. Like to me, nothing is funnier. And then I was literally in the middle of like a huge guffaw and. With, like almost as I ha- if I had become possessed I was like I just started sobbing oh, yeah. like in the middle of the laugh and I was like I almost like choked myself out <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and I was like oh no and that's just been happening for yeah. the past you, you know you're just you're just you're just fi- something's just fine and then all of a sudden I'm just like oh yeah my dad. like yeah. out of nowhere and you're yeah. like oh god this is gonna be yeah this is like this is like a circuit's broken yeah this is this is gonna be a real problem that's yeah that's, <laughs> especially in their entertainment business when you have to be on stage you're gonna go this is a fucking issue now yeah yeah it's like that so so how do you do you learn to manage it do you learn how to deal if it is like a twitch you'll just learn how to deal with it and make it sexy what how are we doing um i think it's just time like yeah time does heal everything like i just um uh like just recently you know it was really hard for me because like while I love that the whole entire world celebrated my dad's, you know, my dad's life when he passed away, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Like it was yeah. on TV stations, mm-hmm. like the country of Chile, like um, raised the flag of half staff oh, or flew wow. you know, for him. It was like, and then every day was like everybody, you know, people posting and like all the, like it was, so it was a lot. It was like beautiful. Like that's amazing that my dad made that impact, but also sure. like, 
can you make it stop because I'm just sobbing all day yeah. every day right um and it just and it was Where's like that up until recently I don't even know it just kind of on its own um like that would happen like I would listen to my I moved back to LA right after he passed away and I would like drive around and if I like missed him I would listen to his music and it was awful like I just would like drive around just sobbing and like snot running down my face um and now I can listen to his songs and like sing along you know Mm -hmm. so it's just time but it took this and now I can watch clips and be like you know oh my god this is so beautiful and not just like almost die of you know tear yeah tear drown (laughs) one thing that's really fascinating to me um i happened to get into the netflix surviving death stuff that got me on this wormhole of uh like laurelyn jackson who's a psychic medium and the forever family foundation who connects um families with um their their passed away loved ones and one thing in the interviews with laura and the forever family foundation that the that involved communication between the family member sitting in front of the medium and the person who passed away. They, all the people who have passed away are like, don't grieve for 100%. me. hundred percent. What? Yep. No, this is beautiful. And, I, I, and I'm like, huh? I actually... How can you... Yeah. Wait, are we not... Is something fucked up with the... You know, Wait, I mean, I think based on what I've seen, don't it's, grieve. it really is much better when you die, which isn't being good. the person dead. Be, uh, what? Yes. Yes. Like not, meaning yeah. like the person who passed away. Like, yeah. No, it's not better for people. Yeah, it's not better. But I, I think Earth like is hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is hard. And because like I have been very open that I fear death as a 35 year old woman should. If you if you don't, my therapist was like, well, that I would be concerned if you didn't. And I was like, good point, care, care. Um, uh, but one of the feelings I had there was a couple feelings that like immediately crossed my mind uh, when my dad right when my dad died and was like number one I don't need well I really don't I just came across I was like oh I don't need to get married I don't know why that's a thought I had but I was like oh if that's one of the first thoughts that came into my head I was like oh that just reinforces that it's performative and that's the only the only reason I would want to get married is is showy it's for other people not for myself marriage is the Instagram of life and there are so and there's like and that's so not me you know I think that's why I have to think of think about it so much have such a conflict like marriage and kids because I go yeah because Corinne you're not someone who does something for other people but it's so ingrained in us that it's something I still felt and like just randomly I just said to my mom we were just sitting in the living room and I was like oh at least I don't need to get married now <laughs> like, and it was just it was just like the first what? thought I had so and then funny. the second thought I had uh was that um I'm I'm a little more excited to die now (laughs) like at least there's a perk you know at least you go I don't want to die soon and I have a lot of things left to do and I got I know my dad doesn't want me to to die like no one was prouder of him than me but like I at least like at least I'll see him you know yeah Yeah. so we're like that's that's good I mean hopefully it's gonna be probably a long time because he died kind of young but yeah he's only 69 but yeah. yeah so I actually I went to back what you were saying I went to a medium like after my dad passed away mm, and it was, was crazy yeah, yeah my really? dad was there my dad is here somewhere yeah probably. yeah he's everywhere like yeah <laughs> right before you said he's, that I was like I feel like he's here he is he's here That's he's everywhere beautiful. it's crazy yeah. like he's literally like I went to her a couple times she's in LA and well, oh. her, the first time she didn't know you know she's like there's this man here and it was turned out to be my dad but then I saw her again. She's like, your dad's here. She, he walked in right with you. I'm like, yeah, he's he everywhere. He walked in right with but you. But he's, so he's literally everywhere. Like, I know that now, you know. But um, 
Yeah, yeah. it's crazy because I mean, and I'll, like I ask for signs and he gives them to me. Every, oh, your, that's, your listeners are like this, which is no, 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 no. We are always talking um, about this. Don't I'm, worry. Uh, Lauralyn Jackson has two books: Signs and the Light Between signs. Us. I read them yes. both. Oh my gosh, it's, I couldn't finish Signs because I was in the middle of like oh, my shitstorm. Yeah. I was crying and oh, yeah. I've not faced that yet. But yes. oh my god, I, honest to God, those two books, and then I went down all these rabbit holes. Yeah, made me not afraid of death. Same. Yeah, it's I'm weird. not. I. I it's kind of this beautiful. That. Yeah, the other day, and I don't know why, because I've never, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not afraid to die. I mean, also from like in COVID, like COVID helped me not be afraid to die, because mm. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to just stay in my house for the whole, right? you know, <laughs> in time, like, yeah. You know, but right. I think it's also because my, like... I wasn't raised that way like my dad and was not a- afraid of anything I'm, and I remember thinking like if my dad was alive he'd be like I'm still gonna do everything you what? know just like mold pe- mold, most old people did they were like I'm this old oh I yeah, made yeah. It this people couldn't understand and like, that and I was like life yeah like, I was yeah. like I understand yeah. that so much like it's like you never like this is you might not wake up yeah, tomorrow exactly. you might as well go to the Citarella and yes, get your groceries exactly <laughs> yes the I know the point of living right now is living your fucking life yeah and enjoying it. Well, what up, fuckers? We hope you enjoyed that episode or the excerpt of our episode with Luciana Gatica. If you want to hear the entire thing and entire episodes of Guys Who Fucked, our entire back catalog, head on over to apple.co slash GWF. We are so excited to be back on Apple on iTunes. You can get a luminary subscription on the iTunes store. So that's over 170 countries. So if you want to hear us, go to apple.co slash GWF. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 